0: So hello and welcome to episode 13, <laughs> unlucky, unlucky <people>. 13 now. <laughs> I actually wanted to try and get episode 13 in uh, at Halloween, All right. for Halloween, but it never happened obviously because we had the cancellations and stuff like that, but anyway Matt, how's it going? I no bad mate, good to be back in, how's it Not too bad, aye, it's getting cold, that's for sure. Aye, <laughs> I'm totally better the day. So our guest this week is Jim Malcolmson for mot for men how's it going Jim? Good, how you. Ah, great, mate. Thanks for coming in. Great. Uh, thank Part of the cold, as we're saying. Uh, well, I bought a new cardigan today, sir. right? <laughs> is that in preparation for the the <laughs> onslaught of winter? Um, so, MOT for men. Jim, do you want to just tell us a wee bit about it? Well, actually, the, the organization is called Men's Self.
1: Uh, it's pronounced Men's Self. Mm-hmm. It could be Men's Health, but it stands for Men Encouraging and Nurturing Self Efficacy to Live Life Fully. So MOT for men is a service that we, we, we offer to men living in Scotland, and it's it's based on the concept of a vehicle's MOT. Okay. So we put guys through what we call stations. So as soon as you put your car in the garage for an MOT, they will check the, you know, the brakes, mm-hmm. you know the tires, and stuff like that. We do the same. We check the guy's chassis, which is his waist measurement. Then we'll have a discussion around healthy eating and stuff like that, and exercises, and the risks involved with being overweight or obese. Mm-hmm. Um, and then go into things like the oil pressure, well, that's the only thing that comes close to a kind of medical practice. We take the blood pressure. Okay. The rest is um, it's questionnaires we use. We use 3D models of the male pelvis cut in half to show where the, the prostate sits in it. And we use that, we relate that to a cast timing belt. We okay. use um, prosthetic uh, scrotums with lumps in them. Get guys to, to check for lumps in the scrotum. That's the spark plugs.
2: Okay.
1: And then we use questionnaires for the shock absorbers, which is the coping skills. Questionnaire for manifold, which relates to bowel cancer. Um, we have discussions around the paperwork, which is skin cancer. Um, try to think if I've missed any of those. Think that's roughly about. But there's nine. There's nine in total anyway. We've mm-hmm. just hope I can see this. We've just kind of partnering up now with Diabetes Scotland. Um, we're making a, a new station because a lot of guys have been asking us to include diabetes, but the original program originated in Australia and mm-hmm. they don't do the, the diabetes one because the theory behind the, the program is, is not to make it too onerous for men, they too long. Right. But because I, I worked in the show for seven years and I've done that program more than after about six years of that. But I think we day new in Scotland, it's called pit stop in the show, but we've, we've enhanced it so much by right. buying the models. It's more of an educational thing. We, we've done it in workplaces and we've done it in group settings. We've been to colleges, but we did it in different formats. If we're doing it in a college, students are in the class, so we've not got a lot of time yeah. there. Um, but the out, outdoor venues like maybe the, the truck fest, the vintage car shows, agricultural shows, guys come into work Gazebos and go mm-hmm. through the. They get through it one, one by one, but it's sometimes they congregate in small groups, and that can take anything between 20 minutes and a half an hour. But in the group setting, when we get into a workplace or a, a community group, you're talking to two hours, two and a half hours easy. Right. Because guys, you know, that see that theme that guys don't talk? If the environment's right, guys will talk.
2: We've Especially heard other guests
1: it. say someone, haven't they? Aye, aye. So it's so it's it's the questionnaires that that's, there's four questionnaires involved in it, and the questionnaires are made up in conjunction with the World Health Organization, mm-hmm. and we explain that to the men before we start because some of the questions for, toxic for um, fuel additives, the, the drinking, we go with the national standards for health, you know, for risky drinking. Mm-hmm. So we we'll explain to you guys that because the the last questions are a bit invasive. If you're thinking, why are you asking those kind of things? So, these questions mm-hmm. are they're, they're genuinely made up to, I guess, for uh, pro, uh, health professionals to use as well to, to, to help support mm-hmm. or identify people who may be suicidal and talk for toxic with, with the shock absorbers, you know, you feel depressed and suicidal and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, they're, they're quite, um am trying to find the word from them. They're they're the Glasgow term, they're bang on, you know, and and, and guys that say, and people say, Guys don't like doing questionnaires. I'm sorry, man. But see, when guys get involved with MOT for men, they've been sitting right all day. Yeah. Because the questions are about the family history as well. But did your dad have this? Did your, did your grandda have that? So they're, they're not actually sitting thinking about themselves. Mm-hmm. And then when when they finish, so we, we're up front at the start, and we say, look, guys, we are no medically trained. Everyone one is, we're all, we've all got a past history um, in community education. We've all had somebody in our lives that's died at an early age. And if you look at even the, the Men's Health Forum, they state that in Scotland, one in four men dies before the age of 65 or so. Yeah. And it's, you know, through a, through a disease or an illness that could have been treated differently
2: or uh, uh, prevented. Mm-hmm. So we The life expectancy, uh, the average male oh, in Glasgow goes less than 60 until...
1: Oh, even, even less. There's an article a while back about the, the, the health levels, the, the literacy levels of men in terms of health, mm-hmm. it's a lot lower than women. Because if, you, if you're going to doctor surgeries and, and even hospitals it's, it's generally women it's there and you look at posters on the wall you know getting a, a a unit where they're having babies and it's the posters are all women holding you know holding babies. there's not really a lot of stuff for men there yeah so we what but we do at the end of the mot they kind of have these discussions get questions and it's all kind of scoring cheat so guys either get a, a sticker at the end that says they're a hot rod they are passed the mot or they get one that says they're a banger and there is more like lifestyle cheese <laughs> I made, right? Wow. Disney actually say that, we, we, we say that we, we do that verbally. But that at the end of it, uh, we always get questions, what do you think I should do? I've had young boys that that, that have that have told us phone found lumpster scope mm-hmm. and we've said, Well, you know, we don't give out advice, right? But if it was me, I'd be gonna see my doctor think about it this way if it was your car and your your spark plugs there's no firing right in your car what would you do i'd go to the garage well in this case the garage is, is your doctor right. your he's gp so we gave him a, a a little bag at the end yet it. it's called a male maintenance kit and inside that maintenance kit there'll be leaflets there from nhs scotland prostate cancer uk up and coming soon will be diabetes uh, scotland as well everything's in there that we talk about plus more so whatever for toxic shock absorbers, there'll be a VCD in there for uh, uh, NHS Scotland as well called Steps for Stress. So that's where we are saying, look, guys, that's 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 your wee kit bag there. If you want to call somebody, if you like a lot of guys don't want to go to their doctor for prostate cancer, so there's a a number in there for excuse me, for the, the prostate cancer um helpline they can phone somebody to want to. So it's all about making changes, and then mm-hmm. when they finish it, um, we've, we've got a wee kind of ticky box table we say to the guys right now you've learned something because the day they all learn something new on a day because as i say when, when we started off and we created the the prostate cancer and um, timing belt section we, we just all we used at the start was a, a little medical box that showed you a normal prostate a prostate that might be slightly enlarged one that's enlarged and then two uh, signs of cancer and one that should you know that would need to be removed totally for a prostatectomy mm. and guys were really amazed at that and then uh, we started getting things like so where is the prostate and right. even me i was like "Kid me on and then i was like well i don't even know what it is <laughs> so then we went back <laughs> on, back online there's a company I don't know, can we mention companies now okay. there's okay, a company then. called uh, health ed health ed co and they sell a lot of models for, for health education so we we had to end up buying a, a, a kind of 3d pelvis that was half to the middle. Okay. It shows you where the bladder is, where the prostate sits below the bladder, and how the when you when your bladder drains it comes through the, the urethra through mm-hmm. the, through through your prostate. So then we use things like to try and make it more vivid for guys to 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 visualise it. We one of the, the the most successful sketches we use is there's a sketch on still game when David gets up in the morning can't do a pee. Yeah, goes to his doctor. So we guy we say guys, do you watch that? And there's mm-hmm. always somebody says, I've seen that we say, well, what happens next? And he goes, well, I tells him we go on the table. And then somebody will say, well, what's he going on the table for? If kind can people, that'd be a sign There might be something around me, prostate. And they're mm-hmm. like, what? So then you always get somebody there as well that see that. I mean, even the hammer gobsmacked the amount of guys that have experienced it or know somebody that's experienced it. And now even our knowledge is like tenfold yeah, compared to when we started three years ago because guys tell us stories on bowel cancer, prostate cancer, testicular cancer, you know. We've done one. Um, at the Scottish car show two years ago and there was a guy standing I can still see it he's 47 years old with four young boys standing there as well so we, we pulled out the, the, the model scrotums and we're saying okay have a few of them right so they're all kind of touching them and they're laughing away and giggling away they're about 22 21 now, mm. and the guy standing at the side of me and I'm looking at him and I'm saying to myself god he did not look too happy he's a bit, a bit annoyed with these young boys Yeah. so they kind of they kind of stopped and he says right guys can, can I tell you a wee story and I was like, right, hi, fire away. And he says, I'm 47, he says, and see, when I was 26, I was playing football, and I got hot in the ground with a ball. He says, I collapsed. He says, I woke up eight hours later, lying in the hospital, and I looked to the side of my bed. My wife was sitting there, and she says to me, do you know what? I had to sign a form earlier on for you, that you'd you testicular cancer, the whip, one of your nuts out. Oof. No, that was his exact wasn't it? Yeah. And see, see when Shut I looked, up, wasn't
0: it? wasn't it, what she said?
1: <laughs> no, but see, see when I looked, when I looked at I the four young boys, they were like, ah, I'm oh, putting the scrotums, down. I'm like, no, i pick them back up again. And see then, that station for the young boys took on a higher level of significance because yeah. it became mere real.
2: Absolutely. You know, and
1: and, and I, I guess as well with the, the statistics, you know, testicular like cancer is more common in young white guys up to 30.
2: Right.
1: So it made direct reference to them and I'm saying well you guys are at risk Yeah, because of your age and because of your ethnicity as well
2: I think in your 20s you're bulletproof don't you that's, oh, that's I, just an interest I, I wouldn't have thought I, that I,
1: and even like even when we did the shock absorbers in Australia that, that I was quite into that one because I worked with a lot of psychologists and I used to run men's groups there as mm-hmm. well and my role was to try and get guys appointments with, with, with the nearest psych or the most the, the, the nearest available psych um, so but even here you know the, the guys quite openly Discuss the their issues. So when we we, we do that kinda of scoring chart, I'll sort of say at the end, you know, quote, ones and twos are good, threes are not so good, fours and fives are no good. So if Andy's hitting a five at the end it means that you know, they can't get to sleep at night time, they're up worrying and stewing about things all night, they can't
0: they you know, they've they can't get rid really of bad thoughts. Yeah, that's, that's when it becomes a bit more So what about the <clears throat> the environment that you're setting us, do you feel that allows men or why do men feel comfortable? Because like you're saying, the, the stereotype is that we don't speak and Aye. that we don't that we, we just bottle everything down. So yeah. why do you think that the right or what what is it about the environment that you feel It's the it's the it's the, the, the programme
1: is it's the the MLT for men programme the, the whole concept behind that is you you've got to and, and, and we've got that in our, our articles association is that we us we be strong if you like because I, I knew anyone anyway, working in Australia, I, I put on like three or four health events here. Nobody turned up. Right.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So
1: we end up going to the schools, the school fets, sports days. You know, sports days at the schools, sports days at the the Aussie Aussie rules, agricultural shows because they're already there. Yeah. So that so that's the beauty. We we target places where men already gather. So if you're yeah, going to an agricultural show, they're there. You're not impinging on their time. Mm-hmm. It's voluntary. But as soon as they see the MOT for men thing, it's they're on the Saturday and Sunday they're doing their own thing or if they're in a group setting, they're going to the group for something else mm-hmm. but because it's a mechanical theme it's, it's it's like well I don't know if we can swear but the usual thing we get is what the fuck's this <laughs> and we go well come on in and see what the fuck it is you know and then that starts the banter yeah and then, then when we start saying what's well, it about it's about a car but it's about you know if, if, if we just sort of pose questions if you put your car in for an MOT and it failed or the guy gave you three advisories what would you do yeah I'd, I'd go and get it sorted Do something about it most young guys say I'd go and buy another motor say, <laughs> I oh, and, and it's not and, an oh, option is it really oh, right, well, I just go <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, I just say so you take action on it then yeah. and he's like alright oh, so it's, it's, it's the environment is the men's environment mm-hmm. so we went the, 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 the scenes already set for you know social interaction between men we, we did yeah. I <laughs> I went to uh, uh, the gathering at the SEC last February okay uh, the Tuesday and Wednesday, and on the Tuesday night, I went out for something to eat, had a couple of pints of Guinness, and when I'm sitting there, I'm saying, right, fit was on the telly, all these guys could be doing an MOT, I'm going to do a pub, and I targeted one pub in a place right. that's tied, and tuning the guy, I never thought it through, because the guy was lad, me after, that's my living, I would just close after that, and then I thought, well, well, I... well no, you wouldn't be, because, you're, you're, I think you'd be heralded, because you're promoting responsible drinking, you might get more people coming in, you know, so, right. That's still in the back burner. I would love to get that on the go because I think that'd be a good step forward as well. Mm-hmm. And I, I picked my, my daughter up. She works in a kind of industrial estate in, in there every Friday and Saturday night. And I saw these young boys screaming around the car park and I said my boy last week, he was 13, so I could bring my gazebos along here and just pop it up. And the pop up MOT and he went, but if they attack you Dan I said, I don't think they would.
2: <laughs>
1: but uh, you know, so, so because I, I think that would be an ideal setting because they're already they're the young boys, you know. And yeah, so so so, so to go back to your your, your question, Paul, I, it's the the setting is what the, what the guys want it to be. If it's, if, if they've got you know, a car show and agricultural show, but nobody's a golf a golf tournament yet because there's we could probably do that at the start but you know it's, it's the time factor for guys get through the whole thing but again relating uh, yeah. you know, that to a college where guys are going they'll, they'll come in day two stations then they'll go to class
2: mm-hmm. and come
1: back out and day after that work settings work really well we, we've had it in either in the um, director's boardrooms
2: mm-hmm.
1: or we've done it in the, the factory area yeah and the backdrops because it's their work you know and because what but, but would with, with employers we've, we've had about I Think with five paid contracts in the last year. We've just sort of breaked into that kind of arena. And mm-hmm. we, um, but, but uh, well, I, I negotiate the with the, con- the, the workers at uh, the work and just sort of say, Look, like, go make sure you it's on the guys' paid time. Don't get the guys in earlier yeah. or later, pay them, invest them. So, for f- f- that point of view, I got a
2: choice between talking to you and going for lunch. They're going for lunch,
1: aye, I know. So, but, but you know, if they're, if they're starting work at six o'clock, just mm-hmm. say, them, well, come in at six o'clock, but you, you're not starting your shift to eight o'clock, yeah.' you start so, so you're doing it on they're doing a, a program on, on your time, but it's going to benefit them, but it's going to benefit you because then if they can get that support, well, well, with one guy recently we done, um, his blood pressure was sky high three times and then he went to his doctor after it. Mm-hmm. And I went back three months after it to get some feedback and he's, he's going to do a, a wee video for, for YouTube. His work is now saying to him, look, we didn't realise he had day fears about losing money. Then he might go his doctor because he was going to get doctor's his wages. So right. now they've given time off He's actually gone to the hospital and getting treated now for um, a kidney infection. that I would never have put that in with high blood pressure. No, no,
2: no. I may no, be ignorant
1: no. of me saying that, I don't know, but, but that's the kind of things we're getting with workplaces. So it came out, if it's a workplace, the, what gets them talking is we're up front at the start and say, information we get here is no going back to your employer. We're no here trying to diagnose you with a cancer or try and get you mm-hmm. information after you, so your boss can sack you, because a lot of them are scared about that. You know, because I'm not, not used to. I'm not used to. I. am not used to i they am not used to like being. You know, people investing their their health and well being. And a, a, a lot of the the HR people we talk to, they they have the the majority. The main sports have got something whenever you because of their corporate responsibilities and such like. But the health days are all about massage and be head massage and <laughs> <sort of>. So I've <laughs> done a, We have done Been a couple. There. We've done a couple this year where we've expected 15, 20 guys coming in and only four or five come in. Right. But she's a bit a bit down for us because we still go to charge the company, but at the end of the day, it's their responsibility to get the guys there. But mm. the, the feedback we're giving back to one of our contractors, she says, "We well, think we'll be getting you back in the whole year. So okay. they've, it's a, don't want to say who it is, but they're a, they're a big, awesome. big organisation in Glasgow and they employ something like, like 16,000 men. Wow. You know, so I think they have paid us for five contracts and we've also done... Four extra ones for, for no for free through funding, we yeah. had somebody
2: else. So that's I I, so an important thing. That in, I mean, and again, we've discussed with other guests in similar situations about you know attitudes, employers, and how it's changing. I think it is when you marry or you, you think about the potential impact on a business to absence, to long term yeah. sickness, to people suffering with mental health or physical right. e- symptoms versus using your you know, educational tools as a weapon yeah. to actually minimise those costs like in the long term it's something that has to be an absolute no brainer for a lot of oh, companies definitely. Are. you know what I mean
1: I mean it's just like so when guys talk and what happens with, with, with one case as well I don't know who it is but one guy was sort of tell, says hey, I, I, I've had that and I said, do you want to share it he says aye so he told his story and two of the guys just went he never told us he says well it's not really the thing you talk about Yeah. but see now they're, they're actually blogging. They, they, blogged, they blogged the stuff that we'd done that day, they blogged the follow-up that mm-hmm. we done for the feedback. And the one, the, the, the kind of line manager says, I wanna talk about you and your health. <laughs> you know, we, we, we didn't eat that, we didn't drink that. Have you checked your up recently and all that kind of stuff. So that the message is getting through and- that's that's what I kind of hope it's going I to go. I might be a bit
2: grateful they've in my office is asking about my scrotum to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> no, sort of say all that, but but as it's amazing,
1: you go to some guys like do you check your your, your scrotum mm. regular basis? I mean many guys that say no it's unbelievable. And the ones that see, I we sort of say, "Do you want to show us how it's done?" Yeah. you know, it's so like it's about laughter and all that. Only one time we did get a guy pull his joggers. I was like, "No, no." <laughs> no, you
0: demonstration? Aye. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it
1: was in a community centre. and It was a younger guy. He says, "How am I going to know if I've got a lump down there?" And, and I said, "Well, use these scopes." And mate Ben, "I'll show you. I got one last week." And, he up and I says, you can't do that, <laughs> right?" Because we well, well, there's people in the, in the community centre. And he says, I'll get in that room." I like, two them in the room. <laughs> He's a community being like Aye oh you see the size of lumpies go but honestly I mean with that particular man um, you'd be amazed I the amount that's kind of guys. cool
2: that people if you provide that safe space that environment Aye. for them actually feel like they can which, well that's the thing you know,
1: it's, it is their space anyway because mm. if it's in a community centre it's, it's, they're, they're gone there for their group they're getting support for other other things in their yeah. life whether it be drug recovery alcohol alcoholic recovery or you know maybe they're a carer or something like that they're just you know they're just gone there for whatever and um, but even even in when we're doing open open events, when the hilarity starts, that's that's when somebody says, I, I've got that," you know, and it and it just takes with that. It's just so powerful.
2: just breaks that. the ice in a lot of cases, maybe. Mm-hmm. Something like that would maybe break the ice and get oh, aye, the aye. chat moving. We
1: we had one um, recently, just in August. There, the guy was about seventy eight, and he came here and that. So and 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 I kind of an open event when it's for two gazebos set up and stuff and all that. What happens? The guys comes in. The guys come in at the side. They'll register and then they'll go through the different stations. So that I tend to wait there's three or four guys. So we got a wee audience. And I can do I'll, I'll do the timing belt one and the the the, the, the pro the sorry the testicles because mm-hmm. they kind of link in each other because that. But <laughs> earlier the last eighteen months we've had guys saying so. What is the prostate day? What what's its function? So then that the, that had to go, that had to then automatically go into an educational series where we talk about okay, well, here's it so let's go back to your testicles, this bit here's called your epidemius, it stores your sperm, it goes up through the vast deferens through the back, that's the bit where the guys get the tube cut, mm-hmm. if they have the vasectomy, it, yep. makes, a, it makes a vast difference, <laughs> and it's called the vast deference, so <laughs> that cracks about hilarity, and then we get through, because you get a lot of guys with particularly prostate cancer, you, you know, younger, younger guys, and one in particular was a young boy, he was about 26, I'm sure he was, and he said, I'm not doing that man, I'm too young, Yeah. And I said, fair dude. so he stood and listened to it, and uh, so it was uh, we're just talking away and we're explaining so one of the risk factors for prostate cancer are you know infected prostates could be a family history if your dad's got it or your brother right so that's that's if that's the kind of facts these days so he's standing there so there's it was kind of older guys are doing it and they're saying so if you get to the point where it's a prostate, and if you don't get it removed da 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 you know it's a possibility that the cancer can spread and it's going to kill you mm. so man's attitude is well it's going to kill us fair dues. a lot of people have got that attitude you know who cares? Yeah. And then I says, So then we would only, be, well, if, if you manage to, you know, if you come through surgery or whatever and you know you, you're on the road to recovery, you know, but talk about the erectile dysfunction and stuff like that and the, the effect it can have on the, your quality of sex life. And yeah. then the young boy just turning him out, What do you mean? Because <laughs> nah, like nah, nah, right? no, all I'll of a sudden on. it's right. affected him. Because well, he's only like, he's like 26, though, that's, yeah. so that's fair dues. But then when the guy's in the way, he says to me, what do you think I should do here? He says, Because my dad's got prostate cancer. And I was like, Well, that's one of the main risk factors. You might yeah. you might know a bit risk right now, but you know, if it was me, I says I'd be reading the stuff I'm going to get in a male maintenance kit that clearly tells you Yeah, can see your GP and get it on the radar. So in that particular instance, we we done a, a follow-up with that with that clientele. We we couldn't go back and get feedback after them because mm-hmm. uh, you're not guaranteed the student they're going to there. guaranteed they're going to be there. So we yeah. get some. Sometimes if, if it's a if it's a support group we're going to, we know the guys are going to the support group, the men's sheds. We know the guys are going to go there. Mm. So we don't take names after them. we go back in a month's time and stay face to face. Okay, you want to fill in this this um, survey? Sometimes we we have to ask guys for a, a mobile number or a, an email number so we can call him back in a month's time Right? did you make any changes and I remember talking to the boy and he says I went to my doctor and he says I'm alright but just to keep it on the radar and go back again in a few years time That's I are finding out a lot like the way that the guy was started the story after he was 78 he says can you explain that whole um, timing belt thing because he said I'm a mechanic he says and how's that about the prostate cancer I said what Disney? not he but using the part of the motor, the motor. Oh, you so kind the, of missed a point there a wee bit maybe I, <laughs> I says, so he says alright he says uh, he says "Um." So, can you explain that family history thing? I said, Well, I, you know, if you know women, women get breast cancer, the chances are that the daughter goes and gets a screen as soon as. I said, So, we reckon this needs to start happening with men, if you, you know, because yeah. the statistics are really, really high. Mm-hmm. And he said, He says, Thank you, CG, but you've just told me it's like spot on, you're true. And I'm like, myself. well, I know, but that's okay. He says, um, do you mind if I just sit down in my wee I says, Aye. I says, do you want to do the rest of it? He says, no, no, no. He says, I've got a few things wrong with me. He says, but can I just sit and watch? And I says, Aye. So I, I thought he was I thought he was just sitting there because he wanted to pull me up on something, you know, and I'm thinking, well, if I date, it in mind, that'll be good. You know, he's going to tell me. Hmm. So we got a group of young guys come across. Uh, a group of guys come across. There was young, one young boy, and he was probably 22 or something like that. And he'd be standing next to this other guy, he was forty-seven. I know the ages new because I know who I'm talking about.
0: Mm.
1: And there's two other guys. So we're going we're going through the whole shebang, right? This is your prostate, sits below the bladder, da-da-da, going through it all, right? So now we're going to talk about the risks involved for getting for prostate cancer, ethnicity, guys who you know come from have got African and Caribbean blood in them, who live in a western society right. more at risk than us. I spoke to an African daughter, she says that that's only if they eat eat diet. So, Ooh. so for, for for men, your diet's got a lot of debate. like most cancer, if you're, if you're eating like red meat, you know, and that kind of that saturated fat levels, if you're eating that consistently three, four, five times a week through your whole life, mm. then you're going to increase, you know, the risk of eating cancer and stuff like. That. Okay. So then the other one's your age. So we go with the national standards, fifty. But we've we've the youngest guy I've heard is thirty six, and we've had two guys at 43 and 49. Then they then they tell their experiences with how they've been through it. The, they've the, had no, 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 cancer, but they've gone through like in large prostates, kind of like okay. Navid and stuff like that, and then they, so they'll tell us they've, they've been treated by medication, and other ones have no. So we tell, we tell all these stories that other guys have told us, and then we, we come to the last part. and say, so family history is that any family history in your life be prostate cancer, and the guy at my left says, he looked like that, he looked by me and he says, yeah, my dad's got it and i looked at the next boy says, well, you? And he says well that's my dad and i just heard this this voice just shouted bingo and i turned around like that and it was the old guy behind me he says that's my son and that's my grandson he says i've been telling him for weeks to go and go to the doctor mm-hmm. and he won't go he says now there's that guy telling you the same thing and i'm saying well you're only passing on the facts yeah so i know for a fact that they two did go to the their, their, their gp um the young boy was told he was okay, and but the other guy was talking back six months just to, to monitor because he was like 47. Right. So he, he's he's a wee bit concerned that um, his, his, his PSA level was five. So they, they say up to four. It's kind of normal. Right. Um, and his is up to five. I've even been for a PSA myself because I had a sore back for a long time. And again, with, with two stories, meant two men died by prostate cancer and the only sign in the head was a sore back. So there's a lot of things out there that, you, that men are, are really unaware. Yeah. Of. So I think I think for your point of view is We've only ever been questioned once about our um, expertise, or well, how how we qualify to deliver this. Well, the program is it's not set up to be a, a medical program; it's set up mm. to be a community engagement program. Yeah, it's a wellness so, program. Aye, and and, and the, the the basic thing you need for that is to basically stake up relationships instantaneously yeah. with somebody in public. So we we've all got that, you know. And it's and when when the guy said to me, it was a. Um, I was like kind of dragon's den type thing. we I was going to try and get a, a 15,000 pound grant, okay, so that I could get a, a wee bit of salary and pay for a first van or pay part of it. And the guy said, So, should doctors not be doing this? And I said, says, I said, says, says, Well, my plan is further down the line, three four years' time, if we can get to a point where doctors will endorse our program and come along, then we'll take it on a higher level of significance because then Absolutely. guys can get access on the spot if they've got an issue with, with certain things and that would take it far further along. I said, where, where I see it just now if you can imagine a ladder and then halfway up the ladder, that's guy's going in to see their doctor. We're at the and getting guys on the ladder.
0: Right.
1: And, and we state very clearly at the very start, look guys, we, we're no promoting here, go to your doctor. Mm. But certainly with anything we're talking about cancer, you need to go and see some kind of professional because you can't mess with that blood pressure you can do something yourself you can case your exercise lower your salt intake stop smoking mm. same with your chassis you can go on a diet and do exercise and stuff like that mm-hmm. um, but any any of the cancers you know you you, you sort of need to get a, a professional yeah touch on that you know
2: and it's not like you're as you say you're not actually um you know applying treatments to people no. and like that you know what i mean no, no we're so not it's really just about
0: recommendations like for but, say diets
1: or anything. I like well just through conversations. You know what if you tell a guy with a day's not going to do you know what I mm. mean? So going going back to that guy when he was talking about the doctors then, it says like I like see see if we do an outdoor event and we're getting a grant for it. So for for talking see we've they've done air, air air race course every year. They've a thing called the the air county race show and it's a it's an agricultural farming show, right? Nice. So for us to go there, you're talking about seven staff go there on a the day and I think Roughly off the top of my head, it's like it cost about twelve hundred quid. Three pay pay all the salaries, the entry fee that's about three hundred quid as well. Travel to get there, and da da da. Yeah. I says, no, That's twelve hundred pound with seven people who are just who, well, roughly doing fifteen quid an hour. Mm. How much would it cost if I had seven doctors doing that? If, well, if you, know. you could get seven doctors, even one doctor, you know. So, but it's not and doctors on the internet anyway. Doctors are that's we try to get them to the point. If you have got a seriousness, you need to go and deal with it. Mm-hmm. So it's about the. It's about the, the whole concept behind the Motif of men is to get guys to start talking. Mo, same as November, at started off as a as a conversation with two guys yeah. years ago. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's it's us planting the seed, getting guys to open up and give him a different concept, saying the message to walk away, right? What do you think I should do? Well if it was your more, what would you do?
2: Mm.
1: You'd, you'd go to the garage right away. Yeah. You know, and with with one guy, um, he came in, I need to watch him i saying in case somebody knows him. It was a woman that brought him in and in, into in the station, says gonna do that one with him, paint work right so when, when we started this three years ago we weren't going i wasn't going to was include the paperwork marks. So i'm thinking of scotland skin cancer we don't really
0: get a lot of that yeah but we've we'll got the most ginger population right. well, <laughs> we went we went to spain you wouldn't think that i'm, the, I'm, a, I'm a ginger but anyway but coming was well, ginger so i'm first skin. right but see
1: but see come from a stale you like the kids that i eat my kids like they, they've grew up even knew they're like, like slip slap slop you need to put the, the sun cream on before you go mm-hmm. and part of my role there was taking even the Aboriginal kids doing to the beach and playing basketball or whatever, you know, and having a barbecue, they only take sunscreen lotion. So I spoke to a, a contact I had in the NHS member, they uh, sort of tried to develop this at the start. She was saying something no, about Tommy Burns? and I was like, "You're right." And then I thought, well, "Hold on a minute!" Before I went to Australia, I used to always go and play golf, let them hole and all that, and can you, we used yeah. to brag, "We've got a, we've got a golf tan." Yep. And then and I'm saying, "Well, that right, well, we'll we'll leave it in and see how it goes." Man. Honestly, the, the conversation we have around that, and that's just a conversation we yeah. have, but just two simple questions. Do you use some protective behaviours when you're out in the sun? Would you wear a hat, sunscreen, loose, and long sleeves? Mm-hmm. If they say yes, the next question is, do you check yourself for spots and moles? A lot of guys are getting moles in their back because they can't see them. Mm-hmm. They, they, they just don't take too much notice here. Yeah. We had one girl brought in this guy and he was getting cream off his GP to, to fix this spot he says, I've been using it for four months and he just keeps telling me to use it and it's, not getting, it's getting bigger. Nice. I don't know what to do with it. And his pal says, look, I've told him to go to the hospital. I've got a friend who works in, in there. She can get my scan, right away. It doesn't need to bother waiting for me. Says, Maybe yeah. it's not right, but we, we can do that. So anyway, because I said, well, imagine it was your motor and you've took your car in the garage to get it fixed, to get the paper
2: fixed.
1: Mm. So we bit two different photographs. I said, so you put it in like that and he gives you back up like that and it's still no fixed. Are you going to pay the, the, the mechanic the fee? No. And he said, No. I said, well, what would you do? He said, I'd go, to another, I'd go to another mechanic. And I said, well, that's what your pal's telling you. Yeah. Go and see another mechanic. Now, we we'd done a follow up in that case and we got an email back. So, so what, what happens sometimes with the feedback is somebody else will sit down and send all the, just all the emails so that, you know, we'll try to spread the word a wee bit. She so will then get the email back and then I'll get the responses to put in the reports. And one of the responses was roughly line lines of I haven't met yet air, air county ratio and speaking about the paperwork, he says I took your advice, although it wasn't my advice, it was really his, yeah. his pal's advice. I went, I went to Cross House Hospital, had a scan, um, and it turned out his words it was the 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 spot or the the lump was melanoma, skin cancer. and He had to have it surgically removed.
2: Yeah, I mean that's, you know, it's, it's, not, that, that's it's not it's not surprising. Doctor, you know, I mean, that's just saying,
1: yeah. we're giving guys, a different concept to say, well, do something about it. And in that case, he did do something mm-hmm. about it. You know,
2: I mean, I am my da What? 30 year in the Cali up in the uh-huh. the railway yard and you know not long after his retirement had uh, you know a, a section of his ear yeah. because obviously all the years that is what had been exposed while he was out in the train yard he was a shunter um, and yeah that was mm. a, it was dealt with quickly but I it was I never got told about it until after no. the event and it no. was my dad was the cancerous
0: he was so ginger and he was a scaffolder and he used to take a tan like that yeah. and he used to just say it's weather beaten. and I would think like I can't buy a tan for love nor even when I'm abroad, <laughs> like, I just burn and he was out yeah. in the sun, it would, it would be like even like autumn sunshine yeah. do you know what I mean, like cold outside it's, it's so strange See, amount of
1: guys in Australia I played golf with I'd like the, be with the short sleeves that be wearing these like nylon long sleeves yeah. at first I thought you look unbelievable you know I mean because they use the kids choice, they, but aye, the kids all wear the, the kind the of hats flag, the be, foreign yeah. legion type hat. Right. I mean even the guys doing golf they as well and then, but it wasn't long after that I thought hold on a minute I better get them as well yeah. you know so but, wouldn't wrong. it be great if men's attitude was right and nothing did to them you know and we, we mm-hmm. actually I a comment one thing for um, somebody in a, in a college here. why don't you do that for women I said well we could do it for women I said but we probably wouldn't do get many up, much people take them, because like, you wouldn't learn much from it, because you've already got your, your acting gear, you know, and, 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 and to give you an analogy with that, we were doing the skin cancer one, one time in a group, in a workplace, and a guy says, can I tell a wee story about that? And says, ah, he says, ah, says, see, it's about three weeks ago, he says, in the morning, my wife had a mark on her horn, just between her thumb and her finger there, he says, she kept looking and rubbing it, and going, look at that, and Tom i go to the hospital with that, that's not his real name, tell me, like, you know, <laughs> And then she went to the doctor and it turned out it a skin cancer and he says to me, and you know, all his pals, he says, I would have just rubbed it off with a matchbox. Aye.
2: But it, it turned out of a skin cancer.
1: Aye. And, and, and honestly, no, and there is, the, so I run a men's group in Australia, right? And one, one guy says, can you buy that men's magazine? I'm not serious. It it's one. There's a men's magazine that's global, right? Comes out every week. And, but I, I read it and it's true, eh? so it there's mean many odds. So this guy was saying, look at this article in here. Gaffer tape. Right, gaffer tape you use for that. So at that time in, in, in Geraldton, this guy made a canoe out of gaffer tape and was mis- mis- up and doing the the, the Indian Ocean. Right? It, yeah. was, it was brilliant. He says, "But read the article, Jim. So it's gaffer tape for spots and moles. So you put the gaffer tape at the spot, and it stings the oxygen towards it, and it goes away." And I thought, "I right?" And he was doing it, <laughs> and I was like, "Why would you do that?" And it's, it's just a man's attitude, you know. You would you just Using you, you do tape. things. You know, I They're really I, candy, I, haven't it? I mean, uh, this, this uh, has uh, always uh, been a catch yeah, in yeah, many I, other
2: I, years. Like, they, 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 they fixed the space station Where you know what I mean? Work, but I've just get skincare is a, is a new one on me, so uh, it, it, it does literally. I've written, though, it was, yeah. There's uh, yeah,
1: a lot of guys into like no day, no day medicine as well. We've we've met a few guys, and there's a lot of views out there, but you know, just like herbal remedies and stuff like that, right?
2: So so Although, guys are that maybe that not
1: going to a doctor, we've met quite a few guys that are doing other things. And they're, they're sharing stories as well that mm-hmm. it seems to be working for them. So you can't really question it's that, you know.
0: like when I've done a couple of things like that, and it's almost like you're just you don't want to. It's almost fear, like yeah. what's actually right. underneath, Absolutely. what's going on. Like I think for me, like I, I mean, I, I suffered with a bad back for like six months no. nine months one time I went to the doctor and they sent me a physio and, and I had a trapped nerve in my spine no. and they said to me like we can't actually believe that you've went this long like it's mm-hmm. actually incredible yeah. like you're an
1: idiot you're, you're such it. a fucking idiot because you don't know and that, that's why we end up we, we've got 3D models that shows you the effects of alcohol mm. and the effects of smoking on your internal organs we done a, a recovery group one time and the guy the guy says to me I got a lot of help in here to to deal with you know recovery he said, but now I can see your model on the alcohol. The, the damage is done to my liver. Now I've got a visual.
2: Mm. He
1: says, I never even knew my liver even looked like that. He said, but now I can see that. I can see my lungs there where I've smoked my whole life as well. And so when you give guys a visual because, the, and then and that's how we, with the MOT for men is, we're using these models and saying, well, if that was your spark plugs or if that was your, if that yeah. was your prostate and it's happening there, what would you do with it? Mm-hmm. It gives them something else so that so it's no them. Yeah. It's a motor, so they may want to pay attention to it and go, and take it on board. Don't, don't get me There's a lot of guys on a motors. Mm. Some of them don't like get the
0: analogy is really powerful though. Because aye, aye. even if you don't own a motor, like you, you still know that if aye. you hear a noise, that's the first thing anybody be like, get it seen yeah. it. Because if the, the longer it goes on, the worse it's going to get. Aye. So I yeah. think that the analogy is really powerful. <laughs> and it's
1: also getting the message across. At the end of the day, we we, we don't we don't really want we're not we're no there to make guys fail the test. If they fail they fail There's nothing we can do with that. Yeah. But we'll try and pass them on as many stations as possible. We might go, for talking sake, um, so let's say the manifold, relates to, the manifold relates to bowel cancer. So there's like seven, nine questions there. Seven's on the risk factor. So there's nothing, just for talking sake, if a risk factor is a there's nothing you can do with that. No. Right? But if you're eating red meat or if you're smoking, right? So they might, So let's say they, they, they'll fail the risk factors, right? And then the symptoms... They might know they might not be showing any symptoms of bowel cancer, so that'd be a half and half. So we we'll say, Well, is that a pass or a fail? So we'll say, Okay, what we'll do here is we'll give you a pass, but there isn't your advisory is to cut down your red meat, yeah, cut down your salt intake okay. or whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. So, so although although each station is a pass and a fail, somebody might get a pass on it, but the advisory for talking sake, what we they just as a mandatory thing because. I think it's just important that, that we reiterate the whole thing about testicular cancer. Everybody gets a, a mandatory advisory. Be more aware of the normal looking like, your testicles. Then, we, then be demonstrate. Here's the best way to do it. You do it um, after a bath or a shower. Your finger and thumb roll them when you're doing your your testicles and check. Then I I just I just tell the truth. I just go well. Look, I can't do that because of my belly. I'm too fat. I've got to lie down the bathroom there in my, in my bed and then that that you get a battle after then. And then we just sort of say, like, you know, so go home the night of the mora, have a have a good feel of your testicles, the whole scrotum, because one, one we've had stories with guys with three lumps, five lumps, twelve lumps. With one guy told us a story, one he had twenty six lumps. And the it's amount it, you, tr- honestly, oh. and the basically all we do with that station, is we just say, look, guys, you'd be amazed at how common it is. It's really really common for guys to find lumps in the scrotum. Mm-hmm. We're finding it. The research shows that as well. Right. But what's no common. But it's no as common as guys going and finding it with his. Right. Mm-hmm. You just
0: scared. need to get it checked.
1: Yeah. Like, yeah. They're scared. Uh, there's so, a high percentage that it's no cancer. Yeah. I think new. I think, no, I think um, testicular cancer new. No, I think the, the last stats I see me only accounts for something like three percent of deaths. Mm. In men. Right. Because the treatment's are far more far more advanced. But it's about early early detection. Mm-hmm. And the guy with the twenty six was telling the, the story that how how he ended up gone and getting checked too was it he knew he had lumps there but He just started taking Valium and drinking all that. And he just his words was he just bottled it, you know, and never done nothing. It's mental hunter, he kept, I he just kept getting prescription after prescription. And then one time he went to see his doctor, and his doctor had retired and he never knew because he hadn't been for a whatever, right. A couple of weeks or a month, or whatever. And then the new doctor says, Well, I'm just looking you fail. Why are you taking all this stuff? And he says, Well, I'm just taking it. And he's like, Well, I wanted, I want to check out. He says, Well, because a new doctor, I just told him, Look, I found these lumps a while back,
2: right?
1: So he sent him for an ultrasound. The results came back. 26 lumps, two of them were his testicles, six of them were cysts, and the rest were a bottle of fluid. Not one of them was cancerous, and yet it's, it's the old thing, you know, testicular cancer. Yeah. You, you know that that old thing, you get cancer, you're going to die. As Rob seen is but called it. Just like throwing you see my ladder away from home in the Champions League, you're out. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's, not, that's uh, not the
2: case anymore. I think as well when it comes to like the doctor I the you know the education that leads people up the ladder to the, you know right. the GP's visit, um, that's something that kind of really resonates with me. Um, again, my experience, I had a, what at the time I had a, I had an abscess. Um, I was telling people in my back, it mm. was it was in my backside, um, and obviously i had that for like 18 months and was just like no and every six weeks or so it would fill up it would pop it would go away yeah. six weeks later it would just go running, running in circles and yeah. um, it was pretty disgusting and i just didn't have any sort of point of reference for how to deal with it went to the gp eventually and I think then on, and I don't ever, that's no, that, that, you know, traditional male thing about no visiting a GP or no yeah. seeing a doctor isn't there anymore because of the manner in which they, they sort of dealt with. It. I'd been poked and prodded that much, or the, you know, the six yeah. weeks after it, the, the actual fear of, of taking yeah. that step just uh. just disappears and that you realise, I think, how unnecessary that, you know, un- discomfort it was in the first place, you yeah. know yeah. what I mean? So it's
0: a predominantly British thing. Because, I mean, well, it's certainly in, like, popular culture, you see a lot more American people who go and get, like, checked up. And obviously, I think that that's driven probably by the doctors wanting a bit of cash. Aye. But they do go and get checked yeah. regularly. You hear about, like, well, you see it in movies and stuff yeah. like that, really. Mm. But is this... I, I'm just wondering if this is just predominantly something that we do.
1: I don't know. I mean, like... I mean, the, the, the MOT for men, as we call it, originated in Australia, is called a pit stop. So mm-hmm. that was made up because guys don't talk there either. Right. I mean, the suicide rate there is quite high. Um, well, pre like young Aboriginal, was up to seventeen before when I left. But yeah, the amount of people that I, that I was involved with, you know, the the men's group I ran, you know, like they, they've kind of got that. Like, I, would, I would say that Australia, in my opinion, is far more advanced in, in terms of working with men. Mm-hmm they're a bit behind in terms of youth work because that yeah. contributed a lot there in terms of development stuff where I stayed but I learned a hell of a lot working with many there. Yeah, of
2: his guests, Dan probably it was the, the, the suicide rate in Australia uh, was aye. very, it was quite shocking young ones. Because
1: the, their in life is different I think as well. I mean, my wife, when we went there, she went to teach and she wanted to teach Shakespeare and the headmaster said, "No, nah, these kids you're teaching there, they're leaving school to go and buy a, a plot of land and build a house, yeah. going to be working the mines and all that. Mm. So the, they've kind of got their, their life kind of mapped too. But the nature of, the the, the working nature of, and the dynamics of relationships there, you know, like one of the things that I worried about when I was when we were there is that I was doing a lot of work with men and women. Mm-hmm. My job was a men and family relationship coordinator and the, the divorce rate was something like 70, 57%. Wow. First marriages end in divorce and 85% second marriages end up in divorce because guys are all working away. Or the, the one partner's working away from home, mm-hmm. four or five weeks at a time. Then, then when they're away, they're obviously maybe not getting home with somebody they're working, but they stay in the same area and they come back home. So eventually, the partner who's left at home is, is feeling isolated because yeah. John's coming home and saying, "Don't you mix with Tom's wife? Because I can't stand him." Now that. So I think we, the the whole thing about men not going to doctors in Australia, where where the pit stop thing was made up there for Western Australia anyway, Mm -hmm. you know, I think, I think the attitude there's maybe kind of similar to yours. I think it is dead similar because when I come back, the research that I brought back with me and it's still, it's still available there as well, obviously. um, And linking it to the stories here, it's that, that the alcohol fueled party as well. Mm -hmm. You know, we talk a good game when we're drunk, but we don't do anything about it after it. You know what I mean? And one of the, one of the best comments I had at our men's group was, it was like, the guy said it was like going to the pub with the grog. Right, you know, so because we because I'd be like, okay, I've got you know, I, I would just phone it right away at a hotline. I've got to an appointment. I'd be a psych the motor. that's sure, you, you know. So because
2: it, so it's getting the same kind of social context as a it, pub, but no, the oh, you know,
1: senior, it's, aye, aye, community, yeah. Talk, but see, like see the the prostate cancer section that we use the timing belt. I, I made that because I, I met a guy that came in my group, and this guy was a millionaire, right? And he found he it prostate cancer. He did. He did he had early prostate cancer, so we're talking here about what in his life, probably about 25 years ago. This is him telling me the story, like maybe eight years ago. And I said, How did you find yourself over here? This guy, he's 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 he's, he's it wasn't his job. He went to the, the race course and done commentary on the races live, okay. right? We, we, we stayed there. But his story was that he joined my group because he wanted to find groups of men in and in Western Australia that they wanted to find out more about prostate cancer. So his story was diagnosed early with prostate uh, prostate cancer. And then, but because he had, he had three fishing boats, he was just so determined to make sure that these succeeded and thought, it'll go away. <laughs> Nothing <laughs> will happen. So okay. it got to the point where it was too late and his doctor says, you need a prostatectomy, you need to get your prostate removed. Otherwise, and so I remember talking about 25 years ago, here, however, he was told if you don't get it took out, you're going to die. And right. if, if you did get it took out, you'll never have sex again. Well, that, that's not entirely the case these days. So in, in their days, and he told me in my words, Jimmy, he says, I, if, if I can't be a man to my wife, I'd rather be dead. So him and his wisdom decided he was just going to let himself die. And leave all his stuff to his, his wife. Okay. And then his wife found out. I don't know how. He never you never explained that. She found out indirectly through somebody else. and made him have the prostatectomy. Yeah. So he knew the votes his entire life. Now he, he just after that when but the recovery process was over, he just sold all his stuff up and moved out to Western Australia. And that's how I met him. And even knew, he he just he, he he still got money. He just travelled. He says, all I want to do is a relationship with my wife." And he just he, he he travels up and down places and does talks on prostate cancer.
2: That's, that's great. So, there,
1: there's, there's a classic example there. He knew he had it, but he not no. But I mean, the nowadays, you know, guys can go in and have, you know, sex after a prostatectomy and stuff like that. You know, it just depends on the process, the recovery process, and the individual and stuff. And we talk about that when we're doing our MOT for men as well. So, it mm. so just kind of makes it more even. But for the few guys um, talking about erectile dysfunction after having prostate cancer at groups and I don't mean well. It's, as it see when it happens, it's brilliant because we're facilitating that. Mm-hmm. Um, and one one guy in particular, um, when we done the, his first um, time, he's he's in a group that's done two MOTs so far. They'll be doing they the third one. That group with different guys, but mm-hmm. he'll be doing the third one probably in December, hopefully or maybe January. And he had to retire because of his prostate cancer. But see mm-hmm. when it happened, he says, looking back what I knew, going back to the front. He said to me one time when we went back, he says, I don't know why I said that that first day. So I'm just sort of explaining the whole the whole timing belt thing. And he was at the back and he just went, I've got prostate cancer. And the two guys just looked around and man guy says, You fucking kidding? And he went, No. And then another guy went, ah, How about is it? And I was like, Do you mind sharing? He came up and he done it. And then the follow up to that was, um, he thanked us for enabling him to 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 do that. Although we, we well, I guess the way we did enable it You know There's no point in saying that we didn't, because mm-hmm. no, no, directly his case. But that's that's the beauty. It gives a guy a platform to go. Ah, I've got that. And then the the the, the upside for him out of that was, he told us the following years. He says, "I've now told my sister, and my brother. He's not married. The guy. He says, but see, after after you left the, um, the second time, you came back. Done the we done a survey with the guys in a group." He says, like, two guys were like me. He says, like, oh, we just thought you were turning pure weird. You want to talk to him? He says, well, I was, but he says, because I was
2: worried. There's an actual reason for just it. But stress. now he's going. Aye,
1: and, and so, like, his group, and you know well, they're, well, they're, they're, they're men sheds. I mean, mm-hmm. they, they, they did a lot of great work, and all, You know what I mean? But it's just so, it, it's, it's got other outcomes as well. But for it, for it to have an outcome, a guy's got to take action himself. Yeah. And mm-hmm. that's what it's come about. The, guy, the guy's got to stand there and say, can I share this or, you know, I've had that, or he's got to tell us later on he's been a doctor, or he's, you know, I've just recently done a about fifty, just finished a batch of fifty um, feedbacks on. We get fifty feedbacks to three events, it was about like ninety guys, mm-hmm. and I, I know for a fact just speaking last week, five guys I was uh, hiring personal trainers now. They sound young on the phone. We don't take their ages now. Their name on yeah. the phone, just at a general level. And I'm thinking, well, good on you. You know, what I mean, but the day, I know you don't know, but I mean, that, that's what they're, they're, they've got to yeah. take at face value, you know.
2: And you're giving them options as well. I mean, it, it's it's about, as you say, the education that will then lead to the action. And if it's maybe not now, it will be later. You've got Aye. to imagine, you know.
0: Aye, it plants that seed. Well, certainly. that's 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 the
1: beauty. That's that 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 is. Can kind of, I mean, like, there's a lot of information going about new. I mean, like, I mean, for them to listen, I'm, I'm quite, I'm quite heavy. I'm 18, or no, stone, and I'm about four, five feet two or something. If i had known. And the Roy Stewarts was if I'd known them, and if I'd known them, I know who I wouldn't be this size, yeah. Mm. You know, what I mean, because even in Australia, I love my I love my steak, my barbecue, but I've still got a barbecue, now, but I don't really use it a lot. as well. I used to, <laughs> I again, you get it's the same it's, opportunity it's, here, do apart you? I, I can't afford them, <laughs> but <laughs> it's just that you need to be more aware now of the, the amount
0: of stuff that you're eating and, and the, the different types of stuff mm. that you're taking on board, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. If anybody can hear noises, by the way, there's a cat trying to invade the room. Well, <laughs> many um, kicked cats. Him, kicked him away for the, the door. <laughs> um, I find it incredible that a guy couldn't tell. And, and I'm, I'm, I'm this guy though, but I couldn't. You can't tell your best pals and your sister and your brother something yeah. like that, but you feel comfortable getting up in front of a room in front of other people and talking about uh, it. And I find that incredible really, but as I said, I'm that guy, you know what I mean, I'd happily mm. sit and tell a stranger everything. Yeah. <laughs> I, I've,
2: we've covered before in previous episodes, I'm in the same boat, where well, I would always, and as a first protocol, seek out somebody that, but you know, I don't know.
1: I put it down to sometimes, it's that, that kind of macho, that male thing, I'm going, I, I know about this, but then before they know it, they've said it, and mm. then, but you, the day you get there, when they get a the solemn face, and they tear I, I sort of inside, but if it's, if it's at my station, I just go like, yes, I, I watch the faces of other people, especially younger guys, because like they they need to they need to get their acting gear. You know, even a different a different context. Men need to start telling their boys they love them a lot quicker and starting, you know, because like my dad, my mom, my my, my mother passed me. That was the first time my dad told me I love me. I tell my son every day. And, yeah, you know, I don't. We're not scared to do that mm-hmm. these days, and, and I think that's that's the kind of the whole education for men. I mean, we, we, when we just started do, I went and done a presentation. a group a community group, and this all this woman says. I know it's kind of like we need to uh, re educate men in Norris, isn't it? And I says, Well, you're making an assumption that men are educated, I've educated no. in the first place. I'm educated no, that. 100%. No, Absolutely if you look at the the, the, the there's a piece of research done, I was thinking it was the Telegraph I printed it. And again, we're talking about, say, Rone, but the, the the levels of health literacy men have. You know, and man, we're trying to try to normalise services for men. Okay. You no, know, because like guys are not used to, you know, getting a note and open up and saying, Can I get an appointment? Because like, even with a male maintenance kit, we get, we'd with a, we a, a Phone call back for I think it was the Heart and Stroke Foundation. Why are, you, why are you asking for so many um leaflets? And I said, Well, because we're targeting a thousand men this year, so we want to give each man one of them. I says, Yeah, you know, I, I realize it's like it maybe a drain on your resources, but I go to libraries and doctor surgeries and you know, just to drop things off anyway. Or sometimes I go myself for an appointment, I see these things lying there and they're lying there, I'll gather them dust at least if we get them. They're going to the intended recipients. Actively.
2: Being Whether they need them or no. Yeah.
1: You know, and so we, we even made the, the male maintenance kits. So, say we're doing a, uh, an outdoor event at the Ingolston Castle or something like that, or a race course or games like Vintage Castle. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll have a target in mind if we go. So, we'll try and get 40 guys because if we get funded for it, you need to tell them how many men you're going to get. So, we make up 40 bags if it's 40 guys we're targeting. So, 40, 40 male maintenance kits. That's one for each guy that does an MOT. Then we'll make up an extra 10 right for them, but then we'll also make up so for making 50 up, we'll say we'll make another 50 up for women,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and then we'll have somebody there on a the day who'll target women walking past because they are mm-hmm. women come in a lot and on they, they want to get involved and look at things. And we say, okay, so but even just somebody walking past we will go with that because women like getting things. There you go, we will see what's that. It's a male maintenance kit. Oh, aye, you'll know, read it. So take it home leave it in the house and when he, t- when he says to you, did you bring that in? Just deny your knowledge just leave it there long enough to some these <laughs> he thinks, I must have picked it up somewhere and then he might read it. You know? aye. Aye. It's probably so, some good advice by the way. Aye, well, I <laughs> but but well, I, we kind of stumbled on that in Australia when I went to a school. We set up this big stall with all these leaflets out, so me and this guy Peter and not one guy came near us. woman came here, and yep. this woman says, get to me and I'll, and I'll take it my man." That and man. So we went away for a hot dog as soon as we went for a hot dog, it was four guys there at the stall. That's how you do it. Don't get, you know, either stay away or get somebody else to get away. Aye, a, you that's
0: know? it. I, mean, I think like, you were saying it's this on this I think it, it's definitely like a lot of that involved. I think a lot of it's like sort of a shame. We shame Aye. people, don't we? It's like it's seen as weakness. It's Aye. almost well, like, it. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. When I was growing up, my dad tried to still sort of like, a sense of like manliness into uh, me it uh, is yeah. the complete fucking opposite of what I'm like as a well, person. Do you I, know what I mean? Like you're it. saying, like parents don't parents telling their kids that they love them. I spoke to a guy, told me that he had to have a word with his dad because the way he spoke to his son and just said to him, "If you're gonna speak to him the way same way that you spoke to me when I was away when you won't mm-hmm. be getting anywhere fucking near him." Mm-hmm. And I think that that's bang on. Do yeah. you know what I mean? And if you look like, back at you know generations, like probably
1: my dad's dad never told my. my, my, my I never met my grandmother, but my, my dad's dad died when my dad, my dad went to the shop for him for cigarettes, came back and he was did in the chair, but my dad didn't believe it because the part of that was his, that was his, 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 his trick. He said my dad had a the show him, the time, on he was did all the time. That was all kind of, that was all my dad had his dad. Aww. So he, he never had that, that, um, he never, he never got showed their skills or, yeah. you know, the characteristics to being a man. I mean, if, if you got a chance to look at our logo, our logo has got a, we're called Men's Self Plus, but, try to be a bit smart and make a logo around the plus. Mm-hmm. So we've got four triangles on the side and inside it will make a, a plus sign. Mm-hmm. But inside the triangles, they've got a K and L and M and a, a W. And that's the, 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 the king warrior, lover magician. Mm. And we, we don't use it, the MOT thing, but certainly we've been supporting a men's group for a, a wee while. And, I'm trying, we're trying to break it today, Men's Group. We've just got money after the Wesleyan Trusted to, to restart a men's group in the East End of Glasgow and my new office in Westminster. We'll start that in January.
2: Excellent.
1: And that'll be just getting guys to come together. Um, no no specific reason, tackling isolation, I guess, at the start mm. But I'll have a program of things in, in place that we can use. But behind that will be, you know, for, for me and um, for our directors, it's about using these King Warrior Lover Magician, you know it's about the role models you're exposed to when you're younger, then the chances are you'll, be, you'll either be that person, the same role. So, you if you grew up and your, your, your father's working all the time, so he's a good king, then chances are you'll take on bodily characteristics as well. Hmm. But if he's a bad king, there's a chance you might take on. I think nowadays it might be a little bit different because young, young people now have got even, a, even a more identity themselves by the internet and all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. But... It's still kind of relevant. You grow up, you know, for a lot of, a lot of men, even my age, the, the most significant male in your life may not even be your dad, it could be somebody else. Hmm. So, we, we behind the group, we'll be doing we'll be using the theories to inform us to talk about, you know, we'll, we use like what's called strength cards, and it's just photos it photographs will scatter on the floor and say something, pick one of them up. So, it'll be, there'll be different photographs of men doing different things, maybe it be football or. Fishing or just playing with a kid, mm. and we'll say, Who does that remind you? And then we, we can, through that, we can identify he's talking about somebody was a good magician, somebody was a good lover. So if, maybe a good lover would be somebody who takes care of his partner and the kids, but a bad man maybe be somebody who maybe, you know, maybe be abusing their kid, their, their family, and stuff mm-hmm. like that, yeah. drinking too much. So it's, there's other things we're going to go. We're trying not to be a kind of have just one arrow for, for yeah, kind of thing, you know. So. So that's that's where the logo there's the there's, there's stuff in the behind that as well
0: I think it's really important for people I mean I know that it was for me like sort of becoming an adult I mean I don't think I became an adult until I was in my 30s if I'm being honest I'm definitely f- I'm 15 I'm still not <laughs> <laughs> but what was really important for me was considering what type of person that my dad was and then what type of person that I was and how yeah. I defined myself away from that like because yeah. I grew up I grew up in Can all um, oh, right I'm and so and my, my dad grew up in Duke Street and right. like you're saying i mean my dad's my dad's dad was probably quite violent although well, i know it was quite violent aye. and then my dad was less violent and then I'm less violent aye. do you know what I mean but it 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 almost like spoke to me the way that my dad's attitude towards me almost made me feel like I wasn't a man yeah do you know what I mean it demasculated me because if, yeah. i mean I'm a, I'm an emotional person like I, I'll cry like that do you know what I mean but my dad was that, in, that intimidated the fuck out my dad. I could tell that because uh, he couldn't do that.
1: I could just, it's not not, it's no his no norm. Mm-hmm. We, 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 the, we the guy in my men's group in Australia. And I always remember we, we, some guys will come in and they'll tell you why they're coming. Right. And other guys don't. So with this guy and he fancied the psychologist, no doubt about it. Right. But I was like, you can't go there. Right. But that, that was the reason why he came. And then after about a year, it kind of opened up. He was—I was, didn't realize he was only fifty, but he looked about seventy. I mean, his skin was all wrinkled, like you wouldn't believe, because of the sun. And he'd a, he'd a white, he had a white—he looked like a Viking. He had a white beard, but his descendants he was Swedish.
0: Okay.
1: So it came to the point that he opened up to me one day and he says, um, "I've got a son." He says, "It was me and my best pal years ago. I just thought it happened. She was a—she was in a bit of a downturn, and it happened this season. And then after the, the, you know, she found out she was pregnant. She says to me, look, it was a big mistake I don't want you anyway in his life but don't please don't take it so cut a long story short he decided to leave came to where I was in he was then abused with his, his sister and all that and then he left and then he came back and then he joined our men's group and a, a bag of knowledge every time I had a sore neck or something like get in the ocean get in the ocean that's why he kept thing, the ocean and garlic so anyway this one time we were doing about a hill walking we spot all these beautiful big red kangaroos bouncing along the, the distance we're starting watching it That's awesome, and he says, "Aye," and he says, "Um, "I'm leaving in two weeks' time. I'm going to. um, Where was it Was doing near Mandera, doing down by Perth. I'm going down to see my 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 kid." I said, "What? What age is he now? He's like 15." I said, "All right." He says, says I never ever told you why I came to the men's group dinner." I says, "No, that's your prerogative." He says, "No, I tell you." I says, "Go ahead." He says, "He says look at my skin. He says I'm only 50." He says. My skin is like that because see, my dad, he says I'd come home from school. My dad be like, "Get out and play, He'd throw me out the back." He says it was roasting, knee protection, just go He says my skin just dried out. He says that's what my dad done me. He says, but every time sports day was on at school, so in Australia they're big one sports. He yeah, says, mm-hmm. he would turn up for the cricket gym. I was shit at cricket. Turn up for Aussie rules. I was shit at Aussie rules. Turn up for the basketball. I was shit at basketball. He says he even enrolled me in netball for mother. He says I hated that. He says, but you know what, Jimmy says I don't understand why. He says my dad was Swedish. He says I played for the school soccer team and goal. He says I was a fucking brilliant goalie, and he never once came in and watched me play that. He said, I came to the because I fucking hate my dad. You know what I uh-huh. mean? And I know that's I know that's why we're not here. I'm getting to no, be- no no well, no no, no no absolutely. I mean, no, I mean, no, that, no, that's I that's the one. thing I'm talking about. You no, know, we are. Uh, where we're going to have this men's group in Parkhead, it's going to be visible. It's going to be, it's in an old school. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of great work going on that I know in the east end of Glasgow. And yep. not, undoubtedly, they'll be over the whole of Britain, but some of it's quite hidden. Mm-hmm. And, and and sometimes that suits men that they don't want people to know. Like my, my first men's group was in an old railway station and guys were like, we went out here now after a year, right? So we, I worked for the Catholic Church and they owned everything in Geraldton, but the only place available was a shop at a corner is it an entrance to a mall. And no sooner had we took that for a men's group, we were opened on a Monday, Monday afternoon, Monday night, Wednesday afternoon, Wednesday night, Friday afternoon, Friday night. Then I'd go and take some, go and play golf on a Saturday and Sunday. Mm. To, that was part of my job, to go and play golf. I got to get them with the house because I got depressed, mm. anxiety, and No mm-hmm. sooner had we opened up with a new place, two shops down, a sexual opens up. And my boss and a nun's giving it, oh, we need to move, you know that. Right? And I was like, well, Okay. And then the head psych for Poland, she's a big, a brilliant psychologist. She's like, no, no, no. If the men want to go there, that's good for the men. As long as they don't do any damage in that. You know, if if, it's, if they want to, yeah. if that if, if that makes men join the men's group, then go there. I was like, what do you mean? She's like, I'll come down and talk to your men. And she's come down and just they talk so on sex and how, you know, having sex and and how sexual thoughts and all that and how it relates to like you know the brain and all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. But. But within a and a safe environment in yeah. terms of they're not going to be all going the window all the time all that. Yeah. So I learned for that that you know working with men, there might be a need for to have a safe environment where it's the road. But when guys are on the road to recovery or they're confident enough they want to go, let's for the guys that be working with just doing you know, that. We, we want we want somewhere people can see our men's group. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, so we, we don't want to hide anymore. And I was like, well, fair enough.
2: I think that's indicative of a change in how and again, you know, previous notions of masculinity how you know, as the generations pass, it becomes less and less what it used to be, as you were saying. Uh-huh. Um, And I think maybe what you're saying there about people now know, I think I've noticed when I first encountered mental health issues that locating services and organisations yeah. in Glasgow out with the NHS was a really difficult thing yeah. to do. Um, whereas now, I almost feel like in the process of doing the podcast, we've seen them on Twitter, seen them on Facebook, nice. seen websites, like people out there talking about them you're having health, you know mental health days men's day was yeah. you know the other day and stuff like that and the actual changing of people's attitudes is actually you know maybe a big part of why yeah. now people are actually nod you know but i'm not gonna hide in yeah. the back office here church hall um i'm gonna go out and actually tell people you know what's going on with me you know yeah. what i mean which uh, you know has to be a good thing
1: and one of the things that that, that i'm trying to not to say champion but trying to trying to establish um purely from a point of view for men and if anybody's listening and they're interested, get in touch because it's not about us making money because there wouldn't be any money in it. There, no. there is a lot of work going on. But my my past history in Scotland, even my dissertation at university, was on partnership working.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: A lot of people don't want to get involved with you because you're doing the same as them. Because they're going for pots of money. But I think there's a need now for a kind of coordination of not a coordination, but a a kind of gathering if you like organisation so that we all know who's doing what. because with this men's group we're starting we're quite clear and we're no we're not we're no doing anything that anybody else is doing. we're getting the guys together that want to do what they want to do.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: we'll accept guys coming to our group to other groups as yeah. long as they're not coming to, to get support coming after drugs or something like that because mm-hmm. that's not where our skills lie your skills lie in facilitation and striking up relationships and, and I personally believe that it's relationships that change things no, no education and stuff mm-hmm. like that and you know, you, you could have the best educational program on the go. That's how schools don't really work. You know, kids. Some kids are going to schools looking for, looking for love and affection that they're not getting at the house, and they're not yeah. getting. So they just switch after then because they're problem children. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean?
2: That's but, not job so to do that, is it?
1: It's a beer tie. I've got four or five people interested. Just knew it. So if anybody else is listening are interested, try and get in touch with us and say, No matter where you are, as long as you can get some sort. Of, no, but not. Not like direct, but if it, the mere times we know about all these organisations that are on Twitter and stuff, how can we get in touch with them? what he's actually doing? Yeah, because in reality, they may, some might be working with four or five men,
2: mm-hmm. some might
1: be working with twenty men, you know, and
2: yeah, and might be room for collaboration. Even, you know, even having a even, having a
1: even uh, having you know even the odd what you call it, you know, the odd breakaway for weekends away, guys can go and talk and all that. You know, I mean, they have a lot of churches and stuff like mm-hmm. that. You know, we done a we done a conference with him in a, in Geraldton, and it just so happened to be that a rival church was having man two weeks before it and I'd never been to a men's conference so I've straight down and says to the guy I don't mean to offend him I'm a Roman Catholic That does, that's neither here nor there to me Yeah, that's my faith but I went down to the, the Lutheran church and I, I was good on great with the guys who worked here because I've also worked in the school mm-hmm. so we're taking kids doing them we will get support for them getting food and all that and so, but then, then I went doing and I wanted to go to their men's conference I said I just want to go but you're not having man in two weeks time after hours, I says, I but we've got it so organized. I says, but I'd like to see what a men's conference is like without working at it. And mm-hmm. they wouldn't let me go, in case you were gonna steal all their ideas or something. Because I was a Catholic, and because, oh, I, really? because I was going, I mean, I stole their ideas as well. And I wow. was like, what? I don't believe you, man. So we end up, with a conference in Geraldton, we, we paid fifteen thousand dollars for um, oh god, what's his name? Is that, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to slag after groups as well. The, the, he was a top um, Australian cricketer with at, at the time, and we'd we'd paid him fifteen grand to turn up for the two days. Okay. Um, He's oh, not coming. So a bad slice for him, on Fifteen grand. For Aye, a couple but, of days. What? his his job was just to come along and talk about. Talk. You know, how how did your wife cope when you were when you were away playing cricket all the world no, no, mm-hmm. that that flying fly relationship type mm-hmm. thing? But the local cricket team on the day never turned up, and my phone furiously and got a hordey one of the guys and they said, oh, I forgot he was coming. Right, and then on the night of barbecue, so I, I sort of said, Listen, any chance you can maybe do a talk and do a question answer time? So I'd like something like that to happen. I, like, I said, See, if this was in mm-hmm. Scotland, and we put one of thing in, and it like, was Henry at last to come along and I'm a everybody would be there. Oh, they'd be queuing eat? up, you <laughs> could it <laughs> five days uh, a week. Uh, yeah, that's I couldn't so. believe Graham Gooch. Graeme oh, Gooch, Gooch okay. right? so was, I, I mean, Gooch. I'm not even a cricket uh, fan, uh, and I know that name, I I know no yeah, you know, so. and, and they never turned up. And I was like, I'm like, was it Graham Gooch actually? Maybe I'm wrong now. Anyway, that was the home world. That was a brilliant. weekend. we had the, we had the MOT for men. The pit stop that that mm-hmm. day, we cash car shows on the road on the go. And that day, we had doctors and psychologists turned up because it was a big high profile thing. Yeah, you know what I mean. That's so I don't even know where we're going with that. But it's, but I, it's more about you know that there's there's a case for for men. We get I got a lot of comments because I used to work the youth project, manage project. How can we not got a youth project for men? Mm. Well, you know, you to me I can make a men's project and. You know, so and there, there is a call there for that. Because I think I think what I'm saying to myself is in my experience, I think it'll work because it's worked before in Australia. If we, mm-hmm. if we set up the the environment you're talking about earlier on, Paul, about that you know, if we can help men create an environment for themselves, get a sense of belonging and a and feel a sense of safety, there might then be guys who will expose some issues that we can try and get them some support. But mm-hmm. we, we won't be skilled at the time. But we're not setting up for that. We're setting that up as a kind of no a hidden agenda, but as a as an unintended outcome. If we can get to that point, yeah. great. You know, that's how we're trying to get this kind of um you know, at least this connection between services and organizations who are who are supporting me. Mm-hmm. So for talks, we can say, okay, there's a carers group up there, we'll contact them for you. Yeah. You can go and join that and get your support for that particular thing. Absolutely. So the mere the more people that we know who's doing what, it's gonna benefit us so all because even new guys but still don't know either. We had a guy that we referred to a, a men's shed twice and he never went. And then I phoned up because we met him at an art time. He was at Hamden Park. we done him, We done one at Hamden Park when Scotland were playing Hamden. Scotland were playing against Saudi Arabia recently, then was, was it in June or something? Mm-hmm. Or whatever. And then we met him there, met him at our time, then I phoned up and got an appointment where they met while well, a men's shed they've been doing and picked him up. So although guys might know its own, they're just like I do know go. So to try and get that. To try and get other people to try and encourage people to come. Yeah, he's tried to become
0: like Celtic or like the foundation I hate and
1: all <laughs> because everybody you meet me on, and it's all great intention. not, but yeah, it's, it's really hard. I was saying to yourself, like your own. it's like we're a kind of one man band, mm-hmm. you know. We've, we've got four directors, we've got eight, eight workers who work for us, and that, but, but, but I can't ask him to get us home because we, we can't ask people to, they're all working, they're at uni, so i know there's loads of places we did meet with stevie chalmers his nephew with the glasgow disability alliance was mm-hmm. there about how could we do something together they've got a program in there that's on um physical health and all that they can do stuff like that but it's it's just to do you've just got to be a good time i don't know if i can say but we just got we just got an email before i walked in the door that we've, we've secured two-year funding for a part-time post for me so that's amazing. I yeah, just literally, before I walked in, your daughter do. So I, oh <laughs> so so I was. I was send email I was emailing the director, I was saying, thank <laughs> God. I've stayed here. Um, so, now, now we've got that. It gives a wee bit of scope for. We're, we're, trying, we're, we're in negotiations to try and get some students on board to take it a wee bit of slack as well. But, we're literally, looking for um, people who, who are
0: interested in men's health. Mm-hmm. It's something that I'm massively interested in. So, if there's anything that I'd i'd happily volunteer some time aye. and yep. definitely I, I quite like the idea of going back to like park key and stuff and helping out so aye. if there's anything that i can do i'll definitely put some time on it man. i'll let you know i happily aye. do that yeah. man we're well over an hour and i'm, right. I'm aware that you might get a partner <laughs> so we'll just wrap it up Nothing, there yeah. man it's been a pleasure talking to you, you I, think to doing, I think fine. what you're doing i think what you're is incredible aye. i think that the, I, I mean i read up on it when I first seen the Twitter feed and I'll link to all the social media and the videos and stuff for people that are yeah. wanting to check it out. Um, and I, I did a wee bit of reading, but I didn't do, I was wanting to wait to speak to you to right. find out, but I think it's an incredible thing.
1: Yeah. It's an incredible, see if I, if I, mean, if we can get to, where a community interest company but we're we maybe thinking about changing
0: the structure, or start a,
1: a charity next year, but there's different um responsibilities now and a different vision, I think, for that, mm-hmm. I don't know yet, but it's, like I always thought, the, the best job I ever had was doing street work, working with kids in the streets, and that's what I—that's what all my skills are to be today, with, to, to, to that people's skills. But if see, this was a full time post, you, you probably wouldn't have a more reward than Joe because no so many people. You mm. don't, you, you don't get any hassle. You know, every guy has got an opinion. Yeah. You know, and sometimes it's a bit rude, but it's funny. Yeah. But you just know that. See when a guy shoots you on when he walks away. Honestly, I, don't, I don't want to be like you know whatever but i i i just thank god for it because I, I i day I, most things i've done in my life it's not me for me i'm, I'm not just because i don't want, I, I want to day it mm-hmm. i couldn't get a job when i came back for australia even my cv and then it was as if this thing kept saying did a pit stop did a pit stop did yeah. a pit mm-hmm. stop and then all of a sudden I came out and now we're getting my third year and most things i've done even gone to australia um, even my park youth project football teams not at least at least things have always took three years and we're getting to our a third year of funding so i'm hoping that this year is, is going to be the with a band that's going to sort of make us push on forward get some money even to try and get you know another even part time worker because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. there's so much on the go and sometimes you just got to take time out and say well that'll just need to wait to know. yeah you know i've got like five applications ready to go but I've, my, my backside was knitting socks, waiting for this email for this funder. And I, I was hoping to get one yesterday, but yeah. I never got it today, you know. So now I can relax a wee bit and say, Thank God. So now we know I'm kind of okay. Um, I've used it on my, my pension for Australia two years ago, so I've done all the money.
0: So
2: that's hopefully. excellent, man. I really hope that it works out and obviously continues to evolve exactly yeah. as you would hope because. I'm with Paul here Hank yep. anything that can provide that type of you know education and support to men that need it I'm a for
0: yep thank you anyway thanks very much for coming hey on nice and I will um, we'll catch you next time yep, cheers mine. keep checking your spark plugs <laughs> <laughs>